0: I'm Vanessa.
1: I'm Mike.
2: I'm
0: Drea.
1: And,
0: and welcome, welcome to Soda, Soda, Mesa. Soda
1: Mesa. All right. Thank you, Felipe, for joining us on our Soda Mesa. And we're going to enjoy some good ceviche. Yes. That Vanessa prepared. But uh, we're excited. You know, I've been thinking about, you know, we've known each other for a long time. And you're all about creating. And you know, you've always been creating since I've known you. And it's like we're all in the business of creating, you know, mm-hmm. like what has pushed you to do that what do you think that like has made you wanted to want to create so much you know since since I've known you
3: right well you kind of see examples of other people creating whether it's your dad or your mom or you know uh, a professor or a teacher so you see the value that they brought by creating something Um, so my dad like you would see I would see him build uh, kitchens and you know carpentry and it's like oh, he crafted this thing that people find value in, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and other people do it in different ways. Whether you're, you know, you own a restaurant or you know you make flowers and you sell them. Mm-hmm. And so you see the value of creativity, especially if you come from like a Latin culture. Yeah, because you see how craft and clothing and jewelry is really big in those uh, cultures, and so creating is just a fun process of you know, bringing cool things to the world.
1: What do you think, Dre? What's, what's been your motivator for creating all your, um, all the things you do?
2: Well, <laughs> uh, I pass. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think mine is a little too deep, too deep. No. Too deep for Mesa. No. Nothing's
0: too deep
2: for Mesa. It's too deep. I can't do it. Uh, we'll I can't do it. it. I'm gonna pass on this one, but just know that I have a, I have motivation <laughs> and it, it does, it keeps me going.
0: And it's,
2: yeah, yeah, it is deep, deep, bottom <laughs> of the ocean, <laughs>
0: deep. <laughs> I can respect that? Yeah. How about you, Uh, Creating? I think it's just kind of what I said last time, is like it makes me feel good to like create. Like we're talking about like business or just like different things. I think so it's just making me feel good. And you, I don't know, you don't see it out there. You're like, well, let me see if I can do it or create it. Because it's sort of like when somebody tells you no, like, you don't stop at the no. You're like, let me figure it yeah. out. Kind of same thing with, you know, whatever. Business or whatever it might
3: be. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because yeah, like, like you said, Dre, you have to have some something that, like, motivates you, drives you. Because yeah. anytime you're doing something, you're going to come across hard times. Yeah. And if you don't have a real, like, real deep, reason. a deep reason, which, hey, keeping it private is completely, like, not everyone needs to know your reason. But true. then... uh it's easy to stop you
3: know like when i would talk to my dad he'd be like oh when i was younger like i didn't have as much as everybody or i didn't have um, what you guys had and so he would always put himself in the position of he who had the least and then he just brought his craft to the world you know so he had less of a material perspective and more of like hey why can't we all just have access to you know Mm. so my dad was definitely uh, someone who put the seed of like hey don't think about the money, think about doing something good and then learn about like how to make that successful over time, you know?
2: Do you guys feel like you had that growing up, I guess, because um, you said your dad came from Cuba, didn't have very much, like, do you think that those types of values coming over here have been instilled in your family?
1: I mean, there's something I've heard talked about called the immigrant edge, they call it. It's like when you come from, or at least you hear the stories or you've seen How bad it is in some parts of the world you come into this land and it's like this is free for all like opportunity up the wazoo i couldn't even speak my mind in a in a previous in my previous country Mm -hmm. and so there were some stories that before my dad left like they didn't allow him to salute his flag you know he was a traitor you're leaving the country and Mm so yeah i think the immigrant edge we've talked about it a lot about it too right like Mm
0: -hmm. you had
1: to do a lot more yourself because your parents were mm-hmm. you were first generation right. right yeah so it builds like a definitely what like it a tougher does. character maybe yeah
0: for me it was a bit mm-hmm. different i you know like from my your family's been on business like you know since you were like small for me i think like Mike said like my parents immigrated here and i had to be very resourceful because we had no uncles no aunts my mom speaks spanish only my dad working um the whole day and everything but like in terms of like business and like building things and being an entrepreneur i think like i figured out i could do those things as i went along because i didn't know like i think i found out some lady had like a business and i'm like wait i can do a business that's an option Hmm. and then you start to like find those things out and then Mm -hmm. i met mike and like you know i learned a lot of other things but I feel like i nobody told me mm. that but once i found out it was like if it's a secret then like, i figured it out and i'm like oh i can do it because the thing that i did grow up with is you can do anything that like you set your mind that's mm. my mom's yeah. she si se always puede. said that si se puede. Mm-hmm. if somebody else can do it you can do yeah. it mm-hmm. there's no reason why you you wouldn't be able to do it mm. so i had that kind of like always like pushing me and to this day always does push me. So even when I see like big old like companies, I'm like, somebody started that. A person yeah. started that. Yeah. I
2: can do that too. Yeah. So I, I also wonder if it helps to see other people who look like you or are from the same culture as you who have already paved the way a little bit because mm-hmm. my mom was very similar, I guess, in the C Sib kind of yeah. attitude as well. But I in my bubble, so to speak, growing up I didn't know anybody who was doing anything in entrepreneurship. It was like, you go to school, you get your degree, you get your job, you get married, you have babies. There was Mm -hmm. no other way of thinking. And it took me a while for me to branch out and see other people who either looked like me or maybe they were the same age as me who were doing things. And then I started to get more inspiration and said, oh wow, okay, if they can do it, then I can do it. But before that, i didn't think it was possible because i didn't see it yeah.
3: that or having read about it mm-hmm. because if you don't have anybody near you the reading is the closest thing to a, a great true. master
1: yeah one mm-hmm. thing i always admire is like felipe uh, and your bro. you guys are always like exchanging you yeah. know that, that's fortunate you know you guys are so close to
0: have a brother right to
1: just yeah. do yeah. that with
3: but then i like, also think that there's a, a valid point for like taking the leap into like the unknown and like tackling an idea from a completely different perspective, uh, without like uh, feedback. Feedback. <laughs> um, there's There's for sure. Because um, you might be caught in a feedback loop, where if if you're asking a certain group of people, and there there's a consistency in their mentality or their ideas. Then that's what's gonna be manifested into that idea, you know? Into their answer. Uh-huh. And <clears throat> so sometimes there's a validity in taking like just two minds off two months off and saying, Hey, let me just think through this entire thing by myself and see what comes out of that and then mm-hmm. I can come out and converse about it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I mean, from a practical artistic point, like when an artist goes and paints ten paintings, they go into their studio and paint alone, and they come back and be like, "Hey guys, look at what I did. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. what do you guys think now?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, As opposed to having a conversation about, "Hey guys, what do you think I should paint?" Mm.
2: You right. You know. Right. Right.
3: And so hmm. that's the uh, flip side of, mm-hmm. of that of, of not asking of not
1: asking <laughs> and just doing you gotta it. be pretty confident being okay with. You're gonna get rejected probably from all the people right. saying, Hey.
2: Yeah, I have I have some people that I know who really have some amazing ideas, but they get one person who says, Oh, that's not a good idea, or like, Oh, I don't understand where you why you wanna do this. And then they just kinda of shut down and they, yeah. they don't wanna continue because I mean that one thing, you know, it's it's your vision. Right. You know, and somebody well, tells you just took a shit off. Yeah, you. somebody's <laughs> like, Yeah, this is not good. <laughs> It's All
3: of a sudden. The truth, you know. Yeah. A lot of
2: people do that for no reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's it's difficult because not everybody is gonna see your vision. Mm-hmm. You know, only like you said, it's it's an art form. You know, that artist sees what's on the canvas. Mm-hmm. And even once it's on the canvas, it's for a specific demographic. I could go in there and be like, mm, yeah, I don't get this painting. Right. But you could go in there and be like, Oh, this oh. painting is everything i could feel it in right. my body you know like <laughs> it, who knows you're right, yeah. it's and that's kind of maybe what entrepreneurship is is just like it is your canvas and you can create whatever you want for
0: wow.
2: you know different people and they will all experience it differently
0: beautifully said <laughs> <laughs> yeah you have to be careful who you take feedback with and also be able to like filter like like oh, yeah. you said like well, maybe you're not even somebody who would Purchase my product or my service or mm-hmm. see the value in it. So, being able to understand that and put that aside, right. kind of emotions out of the way, which I know it's hard if you're creating mm-hmm. something. It's a, yeah, it's a great point. It's a great point.
1: Who are you careful who you take advice or listen to? Mm-hmm.
0: Right. Sarah Blakely, the founder of Spanx, which I okay, do you know she's she like, I don't know if the guys are going to yeah. know who she is because uh, <laughs> it's Spanx. Yeah,
3: Jesse, uh, it's Liz White. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So she says she gave like advice like when you have an idea just go and work on it for a year don't tell anybody Mm. and then come out Mm. and show like what you have because there's gonna be a lot of different voices again like you guys said people that don't understand what you're doing or family members that want to protect you Mm -hmm. right or don't Mm -hmm. see the vision so I thought that that's pretty good a pretty good I don't know advice but at the same time sometimes you want to bounce off ideas are kind mm-hmm. of brainstorm, but mm-hmm. i
2: don't know just balancing both of them yeah it is it is tough like how do you know that the person you're going to is going to be the best person to offer you that good feedback mm-hmm. or bounce those ideas off of you or whatever yeah even if you hire a coach right. you know somebody who does this professionally
1: right every coach is different the way i try to measure it is like okay if you give me family advice like about let's say marriage how's your marriage gone so let me like okay if you can give your business not. advice what have you created that's why a lot of people's you know with mm-hmm. teachers and stuff you know teachers are you know in the schools but some of them have been in practice and, and actually applied these things and some of them haven't
3: that's where i think universities have like it's a two-sided sword where like it's a great place to be but it's also a bubble Mm-hmm. where like it artificially like feeds you certain ideas that aren't true um mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. I don't know like <clears throat> if you go to school and they're like hey he seems like a great person the, the school system's designed to make you into a teacher or a professor or something down the line you know mm-hmm. they're not saying oh we want to make entrepreneurs who are free thinking and are financially free by the time they're 30 or something like that you know yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. no nobody says that you know <clears throat>
0: I feel like sometimes that's like an empty promise a lot of these people are going to go to college and not know what to do after and then you end up with debt. Like, since When I see that, I'm like a little bit like, Ugh. there's like other options, mm-hmm. right?
3: When we go into like a place of learning, the whole idea is to come up with a new thesis by the time you leave the space, you know? Mm-hmm. And so like an undergraduate thesis, you're supposed to come up with ideas about what you think you bring of value and how you're going to communicate that to the community. And so research, I think, has a huge part of it, whether it's, like, hands-on or applied research. Uh, but that's going to allow you to become a, a critical thinker and then have a thesis to bring to the conversation. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, wow, we're so glad that you came here because you bring a different perspective. Yeah. Which is, like, that's the sad part because in reality, like, universities are supposed to be, like, the ultimate center of learning. Mm-hmm. 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 And they are because the the resources, the schools, the professors. But it becomes, like... Adulterated over time with the uh, the profits of having a lot of students who don't want to be there as opposed to just having a few really motivated individuals who are gonna make a real difference in the space, mm. you know?
2: Yeah. I don't know <laughs> if you guys have ever been to one of those like um ideation hubs or something like that for entrepreneurs. Or
3: incubators?
2: Yeah. Or accelerators. Those seem like a much more productive way to get something done because you do get some brainstorming, you do get to get guest speakers coming in for whatever topics that you're doing. Um, you can even possibly pitch your idea at the end of it and maybe even get some funding for your vision or whatever. And that's, that's cool, like that is yeah. really unique because everybody wants to be there. Right. They are giving their right. harder money to be there so that they can actually create something. That's cool, right. that's cool. Whereas yeah. like in school, I'm just like, okay, gotta fill out this information, <laughs> right. like the form. <laughs> Yeah.
3: But that's the reward system. Yeah. You're rewarded by for showing up on time and taking a test, mm-hmm. and that's really the accumulation of your degree. You know, did you yeah. show up on time and did you take enough tests?
0: How good of a test yeah. taker? Yeah, but mm-hmm.
3: you go out into the world, and when are people paying you to just show up on time and you know take tests? Never, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. they want you yeah. to be creative. They want you to think outside the box to communicate well with uh, other. Team members right. or employees to yep. bring value, cut costs, like the real things. <laughs> Whereas, like, oh, we really don't care what she's in the last four years.
0: Mm. I think mm-hmm. the like access to information now at this time and age, mm-hmm. it's so easy. Like, if I right. want to teach myself what it was to do, just computer engineering, computer engineering, yeah, whatever, something software, like that, software. software. Mm-hmm. I if I wanted to, I can just like Google and spend my time and figure it out. I don't need to go pay. Man to like learn that, right? We had Andrew, like our last guest, who was from accounting and then learned all about- Taught himself. Taught himself. So access to information is, I think, a big changer. You know, you don't really have to go to university. And there's a lot of um, like companies who are like now seeing that and you may not need the degree.
1: One of our mentors taught us for the first, you know, as kids in high school, that you don't have to have like the degree, right? he taught us that
0: mm. cool. He's like, you
1: just need the skills. The set skills. yeah and
3: the the evidence and like the results if you show up and things start working oh great we know this it is works. the dude yeah, you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. so when uh, curio arrived that uh, you know they were melting aluminum and the molts were coming out bad his expertise told him hey we, we direct the molten aluminum this way it's going to work They yeah. try it it works they don't need a degree to say he's validated. The yeah. Proof is out in the floor, right. and the business owner is now making a lot more money. You yeah. know, and so it's like great. Here's your bonus. You know, like, mm-hmm. and so he's one of the few people that actually told it straight. Like, hey, you don't need a degree. It helps, but your value to the company is based on results. Yeah. So mm-hmm. if you're solving bigger problems, you're making more money.
1: I remember also, and um, what one of the things he said was college isn't for everybody this was like the last day of school if you don't plan on going to college i will get you a job in this trade and Mm -hmm. i was like wow he's because some kids were not going to they weren't going to go to a jc or they were going to drop out or they weren't and he was giving you an avenue like it's okay
3: if you're applied in the aerospace industry like you you're there's no limit to what you can learn how you can do it you Mm -hmm. know so you have kids who grew up like Because there's two options. You go to school and you learn the mathematics and the applied and like the book stuff. But then you go to the factory and you're like, oh shit, what the fuck is going on? You know? (laughs) And you're like, oh wow. You gotta
0: relearn everything. Whereas like the kid
3: who has been there since he was 18 knows the whole thing. And while he was there, he read or took a few courses Mm -hmm. that made him a lot more valuable for a specific task. And then he learned the whole process. Mm -hmm. And in five years, he's making 30, 40... $50 an hour because he brings a lot of value to the company.
2: And I do know a bunch of people who went to um, school and studied with me for the graduate level. And after we were done, they were a bit upset because they thought, oh, I have this master's degree, so now I'm going to be in management straight off and the companies were like you don't have enough on hand like hands-on experience for us to put you in a management position okay. so then they started getting upset that they had this degree and it wasn't actually wow. worth anything That's much- um and so i like you know depending on what you want to do you know if younger generations are watching this if you want to go to school or whatever i always recommend that people actually get involved like in everything, volunteer, like go intern somewhere, like do everything right. you can, because that's going to be what people are looking at. They're going to say, okay, you have this degree. Like what else did you do? Right. If you have nothing else, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. then I don't know. I don't know. And a lot that's of those people, I mean, yeah, yeah, a lot of those people, they dropped out of the, of that industry and they a don't, lot. they don't work in a it lot. anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's wasted money <laughs> oh, yeah. and time. Sure time you don't
1: get back. The money you can always That's make the back. Yeah. The money you can yeah. will come and go. The time yeah.
2: you can't get that back. Mm. Well, it depends on what, what they were using their time for. Maybe they were out at parties at university <laughs> the whole time, so they were like, "This I, is great." <laughs> you are like, "I had no
3: problems in the college years." Yeah,
2: seriously.
1: Felipe, I appreciate you coming out. We all appreciate you coming out and joining yeah. us at the soda Mesa and. You know, uh, this has to be a to be continued because it's an excellent conversation. Yeah. You know?
2: It is. So, cool. Cheers, Cheers. everybody. Cheers. Thank you for joining us today.